I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello, hello. Here to recap the Raptors 114-99 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. A tough game for the for the Toronto Raptors, and we're going to break it all down with video this time and also going forward. Video breakdowns, you got to love it. So here we go. Looking at some of the key stats as we usually do. 19 turnovers for the Raptors, a lot of those live ball. The Raptors also ended a lot of quarters pretty poorly, specifically that third quarter that was the And also Tobias Harris, Kelly Oubre Jr. combined for 56 points. So... Looking at this game, what decided? Well, as I mentioned, Kelly Oubre, Tobias Harris, they come on for 56 points. The Raptors did a pretty good job, actually, on Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey with Joel. They were showing him a lot of different bodies. They were showing him low help, uh, baseline help, but they were sitting on those spin moves. And once he did that, they were pouncing, contesting. Dennis Schroeder had a really nice play. Chris Boucher had a couple of really nice plays. Joel Embiid in this game, 8 of 22, 28 points. 13 free throws in which he made 12 of them and also four turnovers. So when it comes to the 76ers and, you know, MVP candidate like Joel Embiid, you can't really ask for much more from that. They hustled, they tried, and also not having a second center. Precious Achua, Christian Coloco, hopefully he comes back at some point. That hurt the Raptors in this game as well. Um, just not having enough size to compete with Joel Embiid in his second shifts within each half. That was a problem for them. And then also uh, Tyrese Maxey, I mean, 18 points, 7 to 16, not too bad between those two players. All like incredible players right there, 15 to 38. Those are the recipes for how you beat the Philadelphia 76ers with Tyrese. They're showing him a lot of different looks. They were trapping on ball screens. They had OG Ananobi on them. They had Scotty Barnes switching on to him at different points. And they're getting the ball out of their hands. And then when they were forcing the passes, Kelly Oubre, Tobias Harris, these guys, they were hitting their shots. Sometimes that's just how it goes. But it was the live ball turnovers that really hurt the Raptors. And also... The end of the third quarter, and I mentioned earlier, the Raptors didn't close a lot of quarters very well. Uh, the end of the second quarter, they get a score of 10 to 3. And the end of the third quarter, in the last, what, 251, they get outscored 15 to 4. That's a lot. And how do you do that? Well, you know, Gary Trent Jr., he misses a 15-footer, um, by the way, with Gary when we're we're getting back into that mode where if he's not hitting shots, what's he doing on the floor? And, and this was a game where he shot two of five from three, uh, two of eight overall. He had three turnovers. It, it got to a point where it felt like he was chucking a little bit. He's got to get better at making that extra pass and finding his teammates. There was windows where he could have done that. And I've been, you know, in the Gary Trent Jr. camp of give him an opportunity to make some plays and maybe he'll do it. But so far, especially over the last few games, it hasn't really been that way. He has some turnovers down the stretch of this third quarter, which was really costly. And also, 
I mean, Pat Beverly, the dude who said the Raptors don't have any dogs. Well, it turned out that he was actually the dog um, at the end of that third quarter. He poked Malachi Flynn, went for a layup. And then later on, uh, Malachi doesn't close out or box out Pat Beverly on a free throw. They get the ball back. And that really got the momentum going for the 76ers. And then some of the other shots the Raptors miss. Grady misses a floater. Okay, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. misses a three. Scotty Barnes misses a three. Um, some of those are just, that's how the cookie crumbles a little bit with uh, half-court possessions, and especially with this team as well. And then on the other side, Kelly Oubre hits back-to-back threes. And uh, Korkmaz also hit, has a three-point play. Actually, the last three plays of the third quarter for the 76ers, all three-point plays. And then you add in that uh, Chris Boucher had a turnover. He corralled an offensive rebound. Then Korkmaz took the ball from him and went the length of the floor. And that was the end one that I just mentioned. Some of these plays, you add them all together. And this is how you get, you know, down by double digits going into the fourth quarter. And then once we got there, the Raptors had moments where they were trying to rally. They got it down to single digits at a point. But then again, it was Kelly Oubre who kind of silenced it a little bit and hit another couple of threes. So that's how it goes for the Raptors defensively. They did a lot of good things as they usually have. And they had a chance. They kept on hustling, kept on pressing throughout this game, um, especially with the starters when they got back in the fourth quarter. But it wasn't enough in this case um, offensively for the Raptors and especially with what Nick Nurse was throwing at the Raptors. Pascal Siakam had a, a bit of a rough game, I guess you could say. You look at the stat line, it's 5 of 11, 10 points. He had six assists, but it was where Nick was putting Joel Embiid when Pascal Siakam had the ball on the wing. That's what was interesting. It, it was a lot of, you know, uh, Joel has his foot at the edge of the paint, and it's pretty much like he's seeing two defenders looking right at him. And, you know, a few cases, Pascal did make the right pass. He found, you know, Yaka Pertle for a couple of short-range passes. He found, you know, OJ Anobi in the corner for a nice three. Um, but at the same time, you're hoping that he's just able to make a few more baskets like he's he's your guy he's one of your your guys at least and he only had 10 points in this game and uh maybe the raptors had to get a little bit more ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss creative with you know finding some place for him they had a, a case where they drew a pin down for for pascal with uh, dennis Schroeder, and he came off that screen and forced a switch and then it was melton you know and he sealed him really deep in the in the paint and he was able to get a basket maybe it's more of those kinds of actions um but uh, they need more from pascal siakam the threes weren't falling today he shot oh of three from three-point range and 
I mean, it's one of those games, I suppose. And then OG and Anobi, who actually had a couple of really nice drives in this one, um, a Euro step early in the game that was that really stuck out. And he had a couple of nice threes, but it uh, it got to a point again with the 76ers as the game was going on that they were essentially challenging OG and Anobi to score on them. And it was Pat Beverly, Tyrus Maxey. They were switching on to him, and he had to go to work a little bit. And he did a little bit. I mean, he got a few baskets out of out of those uh, possessions, but at the same time, there were also a few turnovers, and it wasn't a reliable avenue for for offense for the Toronto Raptors. And uh, he's also just he's not at that at that point yet where you can be your number one option for an extended amount of time. And then Yaka Pertl, the Dennis Schroeder pick and roll didn't pop as much because Joel Embiid is on the back end, and that's a different kind of challenge. And so there were a couple of short range. Uh, Shots that Jakob tried didn't really work out for him. But, I mean, again, he did a great job defensively. Like, you can't really ask for much more from Jakob Pertl defensively against Joel Embiid. Like, there's there's a, a height and LBs <laughs> difference between those two players. And he battled. He battled really hard um, throughout this game. He shot, uh, what, four of eight. He had nine rebounds. Um, 27 minutes. He had a couple of turnovers. A few of those were in the live ball ball category, which the Raptors simply had way too much of. Uh, but uh, I mean, again, just a, a tough game for Jakob, I guess, offensively, but defensively, he really brought it. Scotty Barnes, 12 quick points in the first quarter. Again, these threes just keep on falling. You know, he made his first few. He shot two of seven overall, but uh I mean, the, the shots that he's making, the shots that he's taking, he's taking it with confidence, with um, a lot of fortitude. And uh, it's actually interesting that, you know, in a few of those possessions, again, because the Raptors don't have a backup center, you have Scotty Barnes and he's guarding Joel Embiid down the post. And there were a few instances where I was like, you know, Scotty doesn't look as small anymore against Joel Embiid. And then there was another possession where he's posting up Paul Reed and he's able to get a basket on him. And, you know, Paul Reed's like 6'9", 210. And he was making... You know, Scotty looked pretty big against Paul Reed. So uh, a few moments where, you know, Scotty, again, is really flashing like, his potential. And uh, he's taken that shot from the mid-range. He had uh, a pick and roll with Jakob Pertl. And he hit that mid-range shot. He snaked it a little bit and made that shot um, over Joel Embiid. Well, at least Joel Embiid was the closest defender. Those kinds of shots, man, they open up so many driving lanes. Like, it's not always going to be Joel Embiid, you know, protecting the rim. It's going to be different kinds of opponents. And if he's hitting that shot, like, now we're seeing more and more of his potential as a as a point guard. And he's shooting them with confidence. He's not hesitating at all. And then, then again, like, once he's able to get, uh, you know, towards the rim, whether it be a post-up or whether it's a, a face-up and he's driving towards the basket, he's being really efficient. You know, today he shot 9 of 16. Um, another great effort for him. And then again, with these, some of these post-ups, he's finding the open man. He's finding cutters. Uh, there was a case late in that third quarter where he missed Chris Boucher, you know, diving towards the basket on, around the baseline. Um, he was wide open. Maybe that's a, a momentum shifting moment. Who knows? But uh, overall, Scotty, another great game for him. And again, continues to be extremely active on the defensive end. Dennis Schroeder, I mean, I'm just loving his determination. You know, he continues to push the pace for for this offense. There have been moments where they just haven't really had that gusto, that energy um, with their half court, or at least, you know, getting the ball up the floor. And, you know, today he dictated that, he made that happen, and he was applying ball pressure throughout the game. Uh, Melton definitely found out when, you know, Shirley poked the ball off of him and he found Scotty for, for a dunk. And also that play where he drew an offensive foul 
on Joel Embiid. Like he helps baseline again. He's waiting for that spin. He's sitting on it and he does it. And he draws an offensive foul. Like these are really impressive plays by a player of a pretty small stature. And I, like I said, the, the pick and roll wasn't as as potent this time around for, for the Raptors as it was in the previous game against the Bucks, but they did get a few possessions, you know, str- they strung them together in the third quarter um, where they're able to get some of that going. And, you know, some of these shots, like I, I talk about the, the, the mid range shot for Scotty Barnes. Also, it's really important for Dennis Schroeder. Why? Because if he's able to hit these mid range shots and teams are so scared of his dribble penetration of his ability to get towards the basket, the way he's able to turn corners, if he's able to get defenses on their heels and he's able to hit some of these mid-range shots and also hit some of these floaters. He had a nice floater in the previous game against the Bucs over Brooke Lopez. He missed this one in the 76ers game. But if he's able to find, you know, some consistency with this, it makes that pick and roll between Yak and Dennis that much more of a challenge for opposing teams to defend. Um, so that's kind of the recap here. There were some good moments, some of the, some bad moments, obviously, but the Raptors, they moved to two and four and they'll look to rebound against Victor Wembenyama on Sunday. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this. Please do rate, review and subscribe on your podcast platform and also on YouTube, like and subscribe there as well. We'll talk to you soon.